0: Well, all righty there. I am the commissioner, Christopher Perry. I'm the commissioner of the Western Collegiate Hockey League, and this is the WCHL Podcast, episode 604. That means it's the sixth season of our... Craptastic Podcast in episode number four. <laughs> We're just getting started. And that chuckle on the other end of the line, that was my very best friend in all the world the lead ice technician at the Blazers Ice Center, the general manager for the University of Oklahoma Hockey Club, and the head pom pom cheerleader for OU Hockey, Andrew Majik Earth. Andrew, chuckle a little louder for the masses. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. you doing? Yeah, well, hey, welcome, welcome. Andrew, I got to tell you before we get started here, I was just on some other other podcast for some other guys that do the Western Collegiate Hockey League. And I told I had to, you know, you know me, I like to talk, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I mean, I just, you, you you give me a microphone and ask me yeah. what the weather's like and come back 30 minutes later, and I'll still be talking. <laughs>
1: Hint, hence the reason why we're going to bludgeon these people for the next hour, right?
0: <laughs> well, I hope not. I hope not. But uh, I had to beg off. I had to say. I, I told those guys, "Look, I've got my own listeners to disappoint. You know, I can't just uh, can't just keep it to your, you guys tonight." So well, uh, we got
1: to we got to spread the wealth here.
0: We Got to spread the wealth. Yeah, it was the guys over at Ice Time Hockey Southwest A C H A W C H L. A bunch of alphabet stuff. So. Anyways, they're uh, God. They got a guy who who drives all over the place. He was calling from Kansas City, Missouri. He lives in Arizona, but he was he's going to the Lindenwood Air Force Games and the Missouri State UCO Games this weekend.
1: I, I see those guys all over the place.
0: I'm like, dude, oh. you you realize these things are broadcast online, right? I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah, right. you can watch from the comfort of your house.
0: Thank you very much. Just sit back on the in the recliner and you know tune in, as opposed to uh, driving all across. He drove across Kansas today. Oh, I mean, there there are certain sentences worse than death, and driving across Kansas, I think, is one of them. Yeah, if you
1: if you've never done it before don't do
0: it. I asked him if he, if he stopped in Colorado and took a picture with the uh, welcome to Colorado sign that's there at the Kansas Colorado border. And uh, I, th- I, I don't think he even registered what I said. So, uh, a- anyways, uh, yeah, so right. I was, I've already bored those guys to death and here I am now with you. So, uh, I appreciate <laughs> you putting up with me. Hey, I am, I am all in. Get ready to carry the podcast is what I'm saying. Andrew, get ready, <laughs> buddy.
1: I'm, I'm, I did my workout, so my back's strong today. There fun. you go.
0: Pop a Red Bull really quick, and let's get going here. We had mm-hmm. some uh, we had some games here over the week. We had, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven five, six, seven. Seven games involving WCHL teams. But, as I had to explain on that uh, other podcast, only five of them counted in WCHL standings. So let's get started with the games that did not count in the WCHL, but still involved WCHL uh, teams. How does that sound?
1: sounds like a great plan to me
0: utah was at colorado to play two games at the boulder rec center and uh in fact in last i think last week's uh yeah we were watching uh where we weren't watching the game it was uh because it wasn't broadcast they were we were watching the twitter feed when we yeah, broke we were, when we broke it was what four to four after two periods right
1: it's four four yeah kind of a Kind of a shocker, kind of a high-scoring affair to get that game started off with. <laughs>
0: Out of those two teams, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, so the the Skating Utes were taking on the Buffaloes in it on a Thursday-Friday affair. They're non-conference games um, because they're. Well, they're just non-conference games. Utah's non-conference games are uh, – they go to CSU and Oklahoma goes to them. Yep. And Colorado's non-conference games, Arizona comes to them and they're going to Grand Canyon. So these are non-conference games. Uh, Utah and in, in Colorado split on the weekend. Utah ended up winning that Thursday night game 6-4. to four And Colorado, uh, in a game that was broadcast on Friday night, ended up winning 4-2. to two.
1: Yeah, what a – High scoring game on Thursday night there. I was kind of surprised 4 tied at 4 after a one. And then Utah came out, got a shorthanded goal, I believe. Yep. To to cap her off there, but yeah, I mean, close all the way through midway the third, it was still tied and then uh Utah found a way to get it done.
0: You yeah that's right tied at four after two and then Utah got two goals in the third period the uh, final one the one that you know put the the nail in the coffin at least for that game was a shorty
1: yep. with
0: about uh, oh what was it eight seven minutes to go or eight uh, minutes yeah, to go in the game seven
1: eight yep seven eight minutes to go
0: the thing that stood out to me Andrew was the amount of shots that uh, Utah uh, put on net and uh, they there were twenty one total shots and uh, six of them went in. And uh, you know, especially when you compare it to the next night, where Utah had 35 shots and only two of them went in.
1: Yeah, it's like what well, what was going on? Right? Well,
0: I think we know the difference there, right? It's the difference in goaltending. We had, and I'm not. This isn't running down the CU goaltender, or nor is it running uh, up the, uh, uh, the the Utah guys. It's just uh, a fact of life. You know, six goals on 21 shots is um, that's, that's not, not that's not a winning percentage.
1: That is not that is not at all.
0: Yeah, and so uh, I mean, both teams were kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, were kind of lackluster on the power play, one for eight, very, one for six,
1: very lackluster.
0: But uh, and that's you know that's not going to win you much many games. But um, you know, six goals on twenty one shots that'll win it every time. It should.
1: That uh, it should right. Yep. You're doing something right. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: See, you turned the game around uh, the following day. They came back, and Coach Toller was. Uh, he was he was right on the money when he said he, he had texted me and uh, privately and said we're going to get this one we're going to turn it around and uh, we're coming and sure enough he was right uh, CU jumps out to a two to one lead in the first period and uh, adds two more throughout the game to win it four to two and this time uh, you know uh, they had a different goaltender in that, uh, Liam O'Gwen. Uh, was in that, and he was the uh, the the CU goalie that played at uh, for the Buffs when they went to Iowa State a couple of weeks ago, and he ended up uh, stopping thirty one of thirty three shots, and uh, so you know uh, it tells a big difference. It tells yep. tells a big difference.
1: Yeah, yep. I think uh, I think both teams. The big takeaway for me in this in this weekend with this matchup is twenty one penalties one for Utah and nineteen for Colorado. So. I'm sure both of those coaches would like to get that cleaned up a little bit, because yeah, that's not that's not a recipe for success either, right?
0: No, so, no, it's not. No, it's so not.
1: They 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 both kind of got away with it this weekend a little bit. I mean, where they give up one for one of seven Utah and one for six for Colorado on Friday night on the power play, so both teams got away with it. But I think they would both like to probably clean that up a little bit and. Tighten her up a little
0: bit. If they're going to have success, yeah. If they're going to have yeah. success in the future, yeah, they're going to, as you say, tighten it up. So play with some discipline. So yeah, Colorado and Utah. Now they'll return the favor. I think CU goes to Utah sometime in January. Those also will be non-conference games. But uh, good on them to uh, play yep. a, a, you know, to schedule fellow conference members, even though they're not conference games. I think it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, hey, I mean that's an easy trip for both of those teams, right?
0: And yep. Do especially you, let, Utah. Let, let me let me ask you this. I, I'm not a geography major. How what interstate do you take to go from to if you're Salt Lake to Boulder?
1: <laughs> I would take uh, the interstate of Southwest Airlines.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that makes perfect sense. Or Delta, right? Delta yeah. Delta's hub is Salt Lake. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's, let's get that clear real quick.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't realize this. This is how much of a dummy I am. We're down here in Oklahoma. We're right at the crossroads of America. We have I-35 that goes north-south. We have I-40 that goes all the way from North Carolina all the way to Los Angeles. And so yeah. I'm thinking, okay, well, there's an interstate that goes from Denver all the way to Salt Lake City, right? Bada-bing, bada-boom. Yeah. Rongo, yep. Mundo.
1: Yeah, two-lane roads.
0: Well, yeah. The, the way that they go is they have to go up from Denver t- uh, to Cheyenne, Wyoming, and then hang a left at Cheyenne. That catches the interstate that goes into Salt Lake. Oh, I the 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 highway that goes from Denver uh straight west goes into southern Utah and eventually lands in uh gets you into Las Vegas. Oh, could yeah. you imagine? Oh, I, no, no no no. I I, I mean what happened yeah. to what happened to straight roads, right? That's I mean, I'm that's sure I'm th-
1: the I'm sure the scenery is just breathtaking, but oh my <laughs> god, could could you imagine?
0: The scenery oh. on a federal highway is just breathtaking. Is that what you're saying? Oh.
1: The mountains and all that, but, oh, my God, could you imagine?
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, when, I, when I heard that, it, it just blew my little geographic mind. Yeah. So, hey, uh, let, let's talk. Let's move on to the other games that were up there in the mountains over the weekend, and that was your Oklahoma team Yep. went up to my second favorite place in all the world, Fort Collins, <laughs> America, to take on the uh, Rams of uh, Colorado State. And I believe, you know what? Here, I have the notes here from your predictions last week. You said <laughs> it would be an OU sweep. I think those were your predictions.
1: Well, I had the sweet part, right?
0: <laughs> Colorado <laughs> State <laughs> wins both the games. They beat Oklahoma 6-4 <laughs> to four on Friday night. And then in an overtime thriller, they beat the uh, Sooners 3-2. to two. Andrew, tell us a little bit about them.
1: They, uh, hey, power play uh, on Friday, kicking for both teams. The uh, two for two for Colorado State, two of five for Oklahoma, so no complaints there. But how about uh, 20, 22, 28, and twenty nine for Colorado State? Each had a goal and two assists on on Friday night. So those guys were uh, those guys were horses right there. Yeah, that 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 was impressive. That was impressive.
0: Number twenty nine, Sean Patton, had a couple of goals. I uh, scored the late empty netter with one second left to go in the game. Yep. And uh, the team president Tito Moreno, number twenty-eight, he had an early power play goal. And uh, who do we got? I don't even know Tristan Meistis, number twenty-two, but he, yeah, that line, that 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 uh, those that those line mates were clicking there.
1: They were they were clicking Friday night. That's for sure. They uh, they weren't messing around.
0: And going two for two on the power play that will win you some games.
1: That will. Yep. Yep. That yeah. helps, right?
0: it 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 just i i mean we can look at the uh you know the next night um it was a 3 to 2 Colorado State win um they scored with what um uh, was a 2 to 1 Oklahoma game Colorado State yep. scored with what a minute with and a half to go in the third and period and yep and then they scored 20 seconds into overtime to to win the game i think the story of or both of the games even though i mean nobody scored on the power play on saturday but the story of this looks to me, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm oversimplifying things, but it looks just like Oklahoma didn't close both times because they had a, uh, yeah, they had a, a three to two lead in uh, on Friday night and let it go, and then they had a two to one lead late and uh, late yep, and both. let it go.
1: Yep, both games. I mean, let's look at Friday night here. All 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 three goals that Colorado State scored in the third period we're all within the five minute mark of of the game being concluded right so yep. you you got to finish to win games i mean this is a this is a tough league that we're in and uh, you got to finish right
0: yeah yeah so it's just uh just tough. I mean, I thought it was pretty good that uh, that the Oklahoma guys only took two penalties on Friday night. I mean, that yep. shows some discipline uh, for being on the road. But uh, yeah, the Colorado State, Colorado State scored on both of those opportunities. So right. yeah.
1: yeah, game game winner was a power play, right? So I mean, yeah, it it stinks, but hey, it is what it is, right?
0: Now we got we got to talk about this really quick because Andrew, <laughs> I w- I f- I fully intended. On Saturday night at, at, the, uh, at Epic, the Adore Pool and Ice Center up there in Fort Collins, Saturday night, CSU had promoted this as Western Night. <laughs> and they had sent around um, a little flyer online that said, hey, wear your best Western gear, your boots and your cowboy hat and your Daisy Dukes and all this kind of stuff. And who knows, you might win a prize. And remember, I have a little girl that is up there in Fort Collins, mm-hmm. and I sent her that little thing, and she wrote, "Daisy Dukes, they wish." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: and so I, I think that was a little bit of wishful thinking. But the the best part of of this, the the promotion, I think Andrew was there's a video that they that these guys put out on Instagram showing four of these hockey boys out in a field. <laughs> posing with a horse i mean they're bur- they're wearing their csu hockey jerseys oh. and cowboy hats and they got their gloves and sticks and they're out in the middle of a field of boulders and whatnot and they're petting a horse looking wistfully off into the sunset and there was one boy who was holding a chicken
1: <laughs> yes he was <laughs>
0: And right, I I rip. put I put on the WCHL pod Twitter, I said, We're definitely gonna talk about this.
1: It was a real life, honest to God chicken that he was holding.
0: Now on the Instagram video <laughs> that those guys put out, there was there was actually two chickens. Um so there was another player that got roped into holding a chicken, and I fully intended to come on here <laughs> tonight and to talk about, you know, the chicken chokers. <laughs> Um, I just could not believe it, <laughs> that there were hockey boys, uh, oh. that were posing with chickens. Oh man. I mean, you know, but, but I got to say they won okay. both games.
1: They won both games. We can't poke I, too much fun. Can
0: I we? can't, I, Hey, you know what? If that's the formula that works, I hope they take a picture with every chicken every weekend. <laughs> yep. I hope it, that chicken is now the new team mascot for the CSU Rams.
1: In the locker room, all that running around,
0: running around, laying eggs during intermission. (laughs) Yeah, um, I hope, uh, I hope, uh, I I mean, I I can't, I cannot argue with success. Um, so they it worked, right? It worked, and they, you know, they have uh, I fully intended to come in here and just kind of go, What the ever loving heck (laughs) is going on here?
1: Yeah. But their recipe for success was was cooking right. So. Yes,
0: yeah. I mean, I I just have to give it up to them. Props to them uh, hey. for for being men right. enough to pose
1: exactly and to be models
0: them. and to hold the chicken with their hockey gear on.
1: Now, what do you think the discussion was in the locker room when that idea came up? That's what I. That's what I
0: wonder. You know now, in 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 CSU's defense, it is an ag school, right? They're known as the Aggies. It used to be Colorado A and M, so it's known for their veterinary school. It's known. Uh, Temple Grandin is a very popular um, uh, figure. In uh, she's a, a huge advocate for autistic folks, uh, with her being autistic as well, and and she's huge in the way of. The use of animals to break through to autistic folks and to you know not normalize, but to get them to interact in uh, in society through the use of animals, and so. But chickens? Know, yeah, chickens in hockey. I've that that was the first one for me. I've you know. Five. Back when I first started off, we flew, our Oklahoma team, this was like 2002, 2003, we flew to Weber State, and I remember walking under the stands, and there was some Nimrod from Weber State walking around with a bulldog on the leash, <laughs> yep. and I just thought, and he's like, I'm like, what's going on? Is this your pet? Oh, it's the team mascot, and I just thought, you know, this bulldog is just going to go walk around and take a crap, because that's yep. what bulldogs do, Yep. and you're, you're the guy who's got to go follow behind it and pick it up. And
1: pick it up, yep.
0: And, um, okay, I mean, we've seen it before. Uh, you know, Colorado has Ralphie the buffalo and they have handlers, you know. Um, down in Texas, they have Bevo, the uh, the the, the longhorn, and he has handlers that you know shovel stuff. Yep. Um, I've never seen a bird before uh, as I've, a uh hockey mascot.
1: You know, I, I've never seen the chicken, but hey, now it's their lucky chicken, so
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: maybe. You know, maybe they've got it in a cage in the locker room. I would just be absolutely thrilled to fig- to know what the what the reaction in the locker room was when they said, we're going to go out here and pose with farm animals, and somebody's going to hold this chicken, and we're going to make a video of
0: it. <laughs> and, because, and, we're, and we're not only going to make a video of it, we're going to post it online.
1: Everybody's going to see it. I I know for certain what the reaction of my locker room would be and i i that's i just i'm dumbfounded by it
0: well yeah. hey pro- props to those guys for i mean we're they sitting here it. giggling at, at their expense but props to those guys for uh uh being men enough to uh to pull it off and then yeah. uh more importantly they backed it up on the ice so i, they I did
1: they backed I, it up on the ice Said, I wanna... hey, you know what promotion right they they promoted their team they got you and i talking about it for for five minutes
0: here right they got they got my daughter to come to the game um granted she was not in in her daisy dukes or anything thank god Um, how do you know uh well that's true i I don't know um i'm just taking her to word
1: yeah she could have said she was wearing big oversized sweatshirts and yoga pants but how do you really
0: know (laughs) well (laughs) all right andrew that's a that's a story for a whole nother (laughs) podcast there now you're getting you're getting dad worried here oh jeez so yeah I, I know my little girl she's she she's not she's not down for hockey boys she did say that she had a good time she was sitting next to the parents of one of the cSU hockey players and uh the parents were uh, trying to set her up with the player and she was well, she was smart. kind of kind of amused by that uh, we we smart. won't we won't say his number um nor will we say his name but uh
1: well, yeah smart smart parents smart parents you've yeah. you got a you' got a great daughter so
0: they, they, rec- they recognize a good girl and I said well
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. She got she took after her mother. She's a, she's a great girl. So, <laughs> uh, she she took nothing after you. Thank God. Thank God. So, yep.
0: Yeah. Thank God. The only thing she got after me was a bad temper. So, <laughs> geez. All right. So hey, Oklahoma. So you're okay. Oklahoma loses it to at CSU. Yeah. Hey. It
1: is it is what it is. Right. We uh, we got to face them two more times.
0: Yeah. So, that's right. We'll, they, we'll,
1: they, we'll pay we'll pay them back.
0: Are you going to let a chicken loose in their locker room when they come down to the Blazers Ice Center?
1: Well, you know, I hadn't thought about that, but...
0: Or are you going to put a fox in there to take the care luck, of their chicken? The
1: the lucky OU fox?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're too much. Hey, the big games, the big series of the weekend was up in Edmond. The University of Nevada, Las Vegas came into town to play UCO. Uh, both teams were undefeated coming into the weekend. And uh, boy, Friday night's tilt was a just a heavyweight battle. Yes, it was a two to one UCO win, but it was a uh, it was a one to one game for 59 minutes and two seconds until UCO scored with uh, two seconds. I I mean, with 58 seconds left to go in the game to make it two to one. Yeah, holy smokes!
1: What 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 a clutch goal that was, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, what a what a what a crazy goal! And again, nobody they stymied one another on the power play.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say no no power play goals. So UNLV what o for four and Central Oklahoma was o for three. So there's there's a couple chances there and. And UCO has been pretty good on the power play so far this year, so I'm I'm kind of surprised they didn't capitalize.
0: Number 19 for UCO, Victor Mikhailov. I'm sure we'll talk about him a little a little bit later, but he's been deadly on the power play, and yes, they they kept him off the score sheet at least from a goal scoring perspective. And I think it's fair to say that UCO has found their number one goaltender in uh, number 57, Ben Kelch. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's good.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a stud. He only faced 16 shots on the night, but uh, only let one of them in, and uh, that is a winning. Uh, combination, so... uh, Yep. So, and then, you know, so the next night, we kind of figured, oh my gosh, we had a two-to-one just heavyweight battle between these two top-notch teams. We're going to get to see a repeat of it, 60 more minutes on Saturday, and instead, it turned out to just be a romp by UCO, a six-to-two just domination.
1: And I was kind of surprised, you know, because one of of UCO's top uh, new kids, number 28, Carter Ehaw. He got booted out of the game on Friday night, so he didn't play on Saturday, I don't believe. Nope.
0: Nope.
1: nope. He did not. He,
0: he, did uh, he, so. he, he, he was in the penalty box, and uh, a, a water bottle flew onto the ice from the penalty box in the general direction <laughs> of the officials. <laughs> and um, he was the only guy in the UCO box, so,
1: you know. <laughs> had to have been the penalty box attendant.
0: The game officials used Occam's Razor as their theory, and they put two and two together really quick, and uh, <laughs> Mr. Eha was invited to uh, spend the rest of the time in the locker room.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So that was kind of, of interesting. But, yeah, he's yeah. the kid's a player, but uh, yeah. I'm telling
1: you. So UCO didn't that, that miss him. On, yeah, they UCO didn't miss him. They did not. He, you know, he plays a lot with nineteen uh, Mikhailov. So I thought when he was out for Saturday's game, I was like, "Whoa, like this is this is going to be bad." Yeah. And man, I, they UCO just picked right up where they left off and just was shellacking on.
0: Six to two is the final score on Saturday night. The UCO scores two goals in every period. Uh, Vegas gets uh, two goals in the second period. And, um, you know, it was, you know, the story I think of the weekend here, I, I shouldn't say the story cause there's a lot of storylines that we could talk about, but I think two stories, uh, big time here were, um, uh, UCO's power play, uh, both power Fun. plays were shut down on Friday, but UCO got it cranking on Saturday. They went two Get for five. Yep. And their penalty kill kept Vegas off for the whole weekend.
1: Stymied them. 0 yep. for 9.
0: 0 for 9 on the weekend. And that meant uh, Ben Kelch, again, the goaltender, saved uh, – uh, he, he had saved, uh, He had 24 shots on goal, so he saved, what, 22. Yep. So, uh, you know, he had – well, let's see here. I'm not very good at math, but that's 40 shots. He let three in. That's a little over a 90 save percentage right there. That's
1: not, that's not bad. That's
0: winning hockey right there.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. But I think really – and you and you hit the nail on the head talking about the uh, penalty kill that really that really probably iced this weekend away for them, you
0: know. Especially because some of those some of those penalties were here. I'm going to look at it really quick. I thought there was a major that was involved there. I could be wrong. Was there major, major, major? Nope, no majors. There you uh, go. Just some ten minutes. Oh, the majors, yeah, right. the majors went the other way. The majors went the other way against uh, Vegas on Friday night. That's what it was.
1: But if you go. Uh, you know, if you're UNLV, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably wanting to get a couple of those power play goals back. Oh, yeah. You know, going 0 for 9, you know, if you could get at least pump two or three in, you know, that changes the whole complexity of these games, right?
0: And I think some of the one of the bitter things that might come out of this weekend um, will be the fact that UNLV won't get a chance to see UCO again until Nationals yep um you know so it's not like it's a divisional rival where you're going to get like you just said with colorado state hey they've got to come to my place later on in the week later on in the season
1: yeah we'll, we'll get them back yeah.
0: yeah the next time nevada las vegas we'll see uco is either at nationals or when uco comes to vegas sometime in the next four years yep. depending Can't on how the schedule rolls so yeah
1: tough to get them back but
0: yeah yeah so all right that's why
1: it's, that's why it's good
0: but that set up. I mean, that was a heavyweight uh, weekend, and UCO ends up sweeping it two to one and six to two. The lone uh, remaining game was a Saturday night game. It's also a rivalry game as uh, the University of Arizona drove up I ten to go take on uh, the antelopes of Grand Canyon University at Arizona Ice Arcadia, and uh, that was it. Was a surprising result. GCU won the game six to four. And it's surprising only because, you you know, you think uh, Arizona is, you know, they've won the conference the past two years.
1: Yep, they're kind of the leader of the pack.
0: Yeah, and, um, you know, I I think we see see two things coming out and not making excuses for them. They, you know, they haven't had the home ice. They haven't been able to skate at home for quite a while until recently. And we also have seen that GCU really has their number at times, especially at the beginning of each semester.
1: They can, they, they do the same thing to Arizona state, right?
0: They, well, I don't know if they do it to ASU, but I know they do it to U of A. I think they've won in January. Um, like for the past two or three years in a row down in Tucson. And it's just, it's gotta be driving the Arizona coach, coach Berman, just crazy.
1: Just driving him bonkers, right?
0: Yeah. Trying to think of what it is about this team that they seem to have my number but uh i mean arizona things went arizona's way on the game they went 3 for 10 on the power play they out huge. they outshot grand canyon 34 to 28 i mean but they still lose the game 6 to 4
1: yeah and i mean how about how about grand canyon what i mean the stars must have been aligned they took they had what they have 35 minutes on 11 infractions yeah. i mean yeah. and they win the game i mean if you take 11 penalties against Arizona. That's usually a recipe for disaster. Usually you're, is. You're usually going to come out black and blue with a big L attached to your name, you know? Yep. And somehow these guys pulled it off and, and, and won the game. Right. So hey, power k- to Kudos them. to them. Yep. Yep. Kudos power to, to them. them.
0: So, uh, yeah. So Grand Canyon comes off of, uh, you know, that's a, a rough weekend that they had at Missouri state and, uh, they come home and defend their home ice there to Arizona ice Arcadia. And, um, yeah, it's, they, they, that was, that was not a, not a shocker, but it was, it was a surprise. How about that? Let's yep. just, let's just say it was a surprise, not a shocker. Well, so.
1: and I think the, and I think the thing too, if you look at the score in the, they came out in the first period, just on fire, you know, scored, scored three goals in the first six minutes of the game. I mean, yep. it's like, hello. like <laughs> They were ready. We're ready. like We're at a game now. Right. I mean. I mean, in the first six minutes, Arizona was in a hole, right? So.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, And they were down three to nothing. I mean, they were down three to nothing for most of the first period. So it yeah, just had it to be a shock late. to their system.
1: Yeah, scored late in the third to make it three to one. But, yeah, holy smokes, how about that start? And what? then they. Yeah. And then the other thing that sticks out is they had six shots in the in the first uh, period, eight in the second, and then they come out and they rattle off 20 shots in the third period. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's called finishing strong. Uh,
1: oh. It's like, holy
0: smokes, how about that? We're, I'm not a hockey guy, Andrew. Never claimed to be. I've been told I'm not a hockey guy, but that, yep. to me, is finishing strong.
1: That is what you call finishing a game right there. <laughs> hey, Shots l- were 20-3 to in <laughs> the third.
0: Right. Holy moly. Yeah, that's uh, that, that'll get it done. Wow. Uh-huh. Hey, let's hear a uh, little break, a little, uh, I don't know, let's hear a couple of sound clips, then we'll come back, talk standings, rankings, and uh, other junk. Sound good?
1: Sounds like a deal to me.
0: Well, he was more than just a coach. Uh, he was really a teacher. Work that punk. That's the way I like it. What the hell? With... What's up? You going to let him stand in here like a... Hold yeah, he... <laughs> Just because you look like the Gimp don't mean you play like the Gimp. Don't let him stand in here and punk you like you... Patting him on the legs. Give him the... <laughs> go on, man. shot. Be a bad motherfucker. Here you go. Let's go. <laughs>
1: None of these donkeys even dip, bro. These chumps
0: even chew, bro.
1: Like, none of these dunces ever had a dinger. These
0: losers never had a lipper, bro.
1: Like, chill out. Have a chop. Peace out. Have a pull. Have a hogger. Have a dinger. Have a hammer. Say hello to Sergeant Spinner, boys. Spirna. Uh, but hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey
0: all right andrew i think that's enough uh, goofy stuff for for today huh <laughs> i always enjoy hitting those buttons yeah that's great jeez the, the, I, I only wish we had a visual thing and you've been trying to tell me that we need to have visuals you know we need to do a video thing of, of us I, yes, I, we, yes we do I, I resist that because i think nobody wants to see us you know wants to see our ugly mugs talking we're not hockey guys We're not uh, lucky,
1: guys, but hey, the video adds so much more to it, I'm telling you. Hey,
0: the video of Samuel L. Jackson as Jules Winfield would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it would. Yes, it would. Uh, Hey, let's talk really quick about the WCHL standings as they stand today. Now, remember, some teams have played uh, an uneven amount of games so far, so that's why it kind of throws things off. But um, in first place, we have a tie in first place. Uh, Well, I shouldn't say that. We don't have a tie in first place. Uh, Central Oklahoma is in first place. They've won 18 league points, so they're in the lead. They've won all six of their games. Missouri State is in second place. They've won uh, all four of their games, so they have 12 conference points. Then Arizona is in third place with nine points. Utah is uh, in fourth with seven points. We have a tie at fifth place between UNLV and Colorado State. And uh, then we also have a tie at 7th place between Arizona State and Grand Canyon. Each of those teams has three points. Oklahoma got a point for that overtime loss on Saturday night, and Colorado has only played two games. They lost both of them, um, so they have zero points. But... um the thing, you know, I was, I told you, I was just on a, another podcast a little bit before this, the ABCDEFG podcast, I think it's called, <laughs> out of, uh out of Southwest, well, I don't know, the guy's always on the road, so today was Kansas City, tomorrow might be somewhere else, who knows, I mean, he's a, he's a nice guy, I give him a hard time, but, um. We're, you know, I the 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 conference. They were talking about the conference, and they uh, the question was, "Am I pleased or am I surprised?" You know, is everything gone to plan so far? And I'm, I'm like, you know, I got nothing to do with this. But I think we see, you know, there's some parity here within, you know, discounting the central Oklahomas and the Missouri states who have won all the games they've played. Everybody else from Arizona all the way down to Oklahoma. So it's a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. Yep. They're all, you know, they um, might not have won all their games, but they're in them. They've all garnered points, and yep. they're tough games.
1: Yep. It's neck and neck, right? And and I think one. Well, I mean, UCL's played a lot of a lot of league games up up front here, right? So, yep. Yep. So give some of these other teams a chance to play as many games, and I think you know they not I, Do I think they'll still have a lead? Yes, because I think they're a good hockey team. But I think it'll. I
0: think the top will tighten up a little bit, right? Well, yeah, and it's going to have a chance to tighten up here this coming week. We'll we'll talk about. Excuse me. We'll talk about those games here coming up here in a second. But you're right. UCO has played six games. Uh, there's only one other team has played. Well, Colorado State's played six games. Arizona's played seven. Most yeah. everybody else has played uh, somewhere between yeah. two and four. So two and four. There's yeah, a lot absolutely. of other. There's a lot of hockey left to be played. Yes, there it is. Just just saying, it sure does seem as if uh, we have a couple of. Couple of teams that are have sprinted right out of the gate in color in uh, Central Oklahoma and uh, Missouri State, and then we have uh, the other seven teams are just kind of, you know, uh, they're they're there, and but they're in a big pack, you know, of yep. Arizona, UNLV, Arizona State, CSU, yeah, Oklahoma, Utah.
1: I bet I bet we see a lot of shuffling back and forth.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's I think that's going to be the fun part of the uh, of the year is the jogging for position. And it's really going to be fun when the computer kicks in here in a a couple of weeks, because then the rankings will actually mean something as opposed to the garbage that we're getting right now. Yep. So, uh, in fact, today's, uh, today is Wednesday, October the 20th. And we had some garbage come out earlier today. Um, (laughs) the uh, ACHA men's division one ranking number four remember I I call it garbage because it's just a coach's ranking and in my opinion it's just a popularity contest
1: yeah that's all it is Yep, that's all it is they
0: had uh, uh one team it's the same for the past four weeks it's been the same 25 teams ranked um in some form or fashion in fact I think last week numbers one through 10 or one through 11 didn't even move uh from week to week uh, this week, one team fell out. That was Andrews, Oklahoma team. One team came into the top 25. That was Lawrence Tech. But otherwise, it's the same 23, 24 teams. Yeah,
1: just, just jogging them around a little bit.
0: That's Lin- all it is. Lindenwood is the new number one. Minot State is the new number two. A, uh, Liberty is the new number three, although they were number three last week. So surprise, surprise. Adrian had uh, they, they dropped from number one to four because they lost two games at home to Stony Brook. And Adrian is tied for fourth place with Iowa State. Now, in the Western Collegiate League, we have Central Oklahoma in at number seven, UNLV at number 10. Uh, Let's see here. We have Missouri State at 16, Arizona at 19, Arizona State at 24. So we have five teams in the top 25. So we've got, what, 20% of of the coaches' popularity contest here?
1: No, nothing wrong with that
0: at all. Two other teams from the Western Collegiate League received votes, Oklahoma and Utah. So that means Oklahoma would have been 26, 27, 28, and Utah would have been 29, 30, and 31. So yeah. Utah would have been 31. Oklahoma would have been 28. So six teams in the top 30, let's say, that's not too shabby.
1: Not too shabby
0: at all. I'll take it. So that's you know, a good 20% representation, 25%, I guess. Um, And then from the B Conference, uh, Maryville is still around. They dropped a spot to 12. And then uh, Midland is still around and the others receiving votes. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Anything uh, special you have to say about the ranking? I know last week you enjoyed uh, Illinois. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, they finally got on the winner's column there. So they're they're 2-7 and now.
0: They played hapless Roosevelt College. Roosevelt, Mm. the former Robert Moore Chicago school. I don't know that they've won a game yet, but... um, Whatever. Illinois, well, at least they were—they were—they were in the giving mood to Illinois over the weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, at least everybody in the top twenty-five has something in the wins column now. So, I mean, I mean we're moving up here. <laughs> but, but I will say, like, I—I I, I got the uh, form to fill out the uh, top twenty-five rankings uh-huh. on this one. First time I've opened it this season, and I looked at it for two seconds, and I was like, "Oh my God, what is this?" And I closed it and went on to something else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was confusing.
1: Oh, not confusing, but I was just like, I am not going to sit here and decipher all of this just to turn this back in. I was like, they can have it. <laughs> well, hey, the, the, I, th- I, I
0: think the great part here is there are 68 teams in the ACHA Men's Division One, And in this ranking, we have 27 first place votes, which means that only 27 of the 68 teams voted.
1: And, and Stony Brook has a has a first place vote stony brook number, place.
0: N- number nine in the country got one first place vote who who, in, that was. who do yeah. you think voted yeah. that one
1: yeah hmm shocker
0: yeah you, I'm, I'm i'm gonna guess it's probably the same guy that just beat adrian twice yeah probably yeah whatever and i'm sure he's probably moaning and groaning that he's only number nine he only moved up five spots in the popularity contest <laughs> Yeah, so be it. Yeah, hey, he's lucky he's not on the popularity contest. He'd be number 109. So, uh, anyways. All right, Andrew, hey, we got a couple of uh, games coming up this weekend, some big games. Yes, we do. And, uh, you know, UCO is kind of running a little bit of a gauntlet here, and uh, Missouri State is running a little bit of a gauntlet as well um, because UCO just had UNLV come into their place, and now they're going to Missouri State. Missouri State has UCO coming to their place. And then the next week, they're going to UNLV. So, I mean, those are four. Uh, four huh. that, that's just a tough a tough road to hoe, I'd say.
1: That, that's tough sledding right there.
0: You've got Arizona going to UNLV. That's going to be tough sledding for, uh, I mean, those are just two heavyweights going at it right there in Vegas. Colorado is heading down to Grand Canyon for a couple of games in uh, in scenic Arcadia, Arizona. And then uh, ASU is heading up to uh, Salt Lake for a series of games. So let's start there, Andrew. In terms of predictions, let's get your predictions. You were, by, by the way, here, let's just revisit last week's predictions. Here, I have other, it right here.
1: Other than, other than my weekend, I think I was pretty
0: stellar. You said Utah and Colorado would split. You just had it backwards. You said Arizona would beat Grand Canyon. Whoops. You said OU would sweep that? Colorado State. Whoops. You said <laughs> UCO and UNLV would split. Whoops yeah so uh yeah i'd say other than that other than your weekend that was pretty stellar andrew yes <laughs> yeah yep, All right. i was on fire, was you're, on fire. <laughs> yeah you're on fire dumpster fire <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so let's start with uh, up in salt lake arizona state at utah andrew what do you think's going to happen here between the sun devils and the utes
1: um i am going to call a split there
0: a split okay interesting
1: I think Utah's playing good enough hockey that they can they can get a win there.
0: All right, all right. and this will, these will be ASU's first uh, road games of the season, so could be interesting. Yep. Uh, Colorado goes on the road; they're at Grand Canyon. Down. Uh, this will be Colorado's crossover game uh, and uh, Grand Canyon's home crossover. So, uh, what do you think is going to happen? Buffs at the Antelopes.
1: I'm am, I'm am going to say this is going to be all Grand
0: Canyon. Really? Whoa! Look at you. The Buffs and Coach Toller are not going to like what you have to say. All <laughs> Grand Canyon sweep. Here, I'm going to make sure to write that down. Um, Oklahoma is off this weekend. Why, why didn't you schedule games this weekend? Oh,
1: well, you know, I, I was. It's
0: a long story. Okay. Uh, Colorado State <laughs> is also off this weekend. Hopefully, they're choking more chickens. Um, we'll see. Uh, U of A is at UNLV for two games. That should be, you know, this is just me. I would... If I'm, thank God I'm not running a team, but if I was running a team, I would hate to bring my team to Las Vegas.
1: Oh, there's there's no doubt.
0: Just simply because I would be running, speaking of chickens, I'd be running around chasing chickens all over Las Vegas. There would be yep. 25 knuckleheads going 25 different ways.
1: Yep. And you're sitting there trying to crawl them all.
0: I mean, th- that might be a deal where I just stay on the bus and. You know, lock the bus door and don't let them go anywhere.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're sleeping here, boys.
0: That's right. Uh, all right, so I might, maybe we do it like the from the Hangover. We find that little place where they did the uh, hostage exchange. You know, where they found <laughs> yeah where they found their yeah, buddy out in and, the desert. Yeah, out in yeah. the desert, and Ken jump. Maybe we just park the bus out there. And, <laughs> you know, all right, boys. I don't think Uber's going to come pick you up here.
1: Yeah, you're you're free to go. Good luck.
0: All right, Arizona is at Las Vegas. How is how do you see that one? That, those are two heavyweights. How do you see that, that one shaking up?
1: Man, that is two heavyweights there. The, uh, you know, my my gut reaction is to say UNLV sweep. But you know what? I think I think with Coach Berman there, I think I think a has got enough moxie that they're gonna that this will be a split.
0: So you're going to go University of Arizona and UNLV splitting the weekend. All right. Yep. Uh, hey, that works for me. That works for me. I'll, you know, I, I was, I, I, I've heard a little bit about uh, the, the officiating in Vegas and that, um, you know, it kind of favors the home team, and I'm like, well, that's called home cooking. Yep. So uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they sweep, but a split is, uh, would, would be okay. So, all right. So Vegas and U of A, you know, that's just a tough U of is going to be angry because they just lost to Grand Canyon. Grand UNLV's is yeah. angry because they just lost to UCO. So that's going to
1: that be, there could be a lot of fireworks there.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just going to be two teams, two teams playing hard hockey right there. So that'll be good. All right. The, uh, I guess the, uh, the, the last game here of the, uh, or the last series of the weekend will be up in Missouri state at the uh, jordan valley ice park there'll be pink ice andrew pink have you ever had pink ice at the blazers ice center
1: i i have not had pink ice
0: uh, intentionally intentionally i, I know you have probably had some uh, pink ice from some bleeders or things like that some yeah, leakers yeah.
1: it's never it's never been in the budget for, for our
0: place <laughs> never never found some strawberry kool-aid and just froze it on the ice
1: yeah, yeah, it's never been
0: in the budget. So all right, well, Missouri State's budget allows for pink ice. That's uh, it's breast cancer awareness uh, week for them, or I think month for them. And but this is their they do an annual weekend, and um, it's a it's a uh, uh, I'm not gonna get all melancholy or anything on it. It's just it's it's a great cause. Yeah, and it's cool. and it, yeah, it's cool, and it's extra double cool that Missouri State. Does this? You don't have most teams don't do this or don't don't have to do anything like this, but it's very cool that most state does this. So yeah, um,
1: there's a there's a lot of work that goes into that. Yeah, yeah, and so.
0: they're they're doing jerseys and ice and. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty cool. So uh, props to Missouri State; they've already won the weekend just for that. Yep. But uh, in terms of the game results on the ice, what do you think is going to happen? And knowing these, n- knowing that Missouri State seems to always have UCO's number up there in Jordan Valley.
1: They do. They do. I am, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call a split here. Really? These, yeah, that's these are big games, I think uh, Coach Rivera's got UCO playing well, and and Coach Law's got Missouri State firing on all cylinders. So these, I think uh,
0: I think it's split. Interesting, interesting. All right. So Andrew's predictions—remember, they were spot on past week. So yeah, um, I've been
1: spot on all
0: season. If we were to bring you to Vegas, <laughs> we would. Yeah, we would definitely not rub your belly, um, uh, yeah. because I think we'd be losing money. Um, the house would love <laughs> to see you. Uh, all right. So you say that Arizona State will split at Utah. You say that Grand Canyon will sweep Colorado at home and that uco and missouri state will split and that arizona and unlv will split i
1: think that sounds about right
0: all righty all right that's a winner interesting that's a winner andrew we have one other thing we need to settle last week i brought up uh uh, you know the return of the wchl fight club oh yes and it was the halloween edition and you you your final four andrew even though it wasn't my final four your final four was michael myers of from the halloween movies Chucky from Child's Play Movies, Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs, and Jigsaw from Saw. Yep. So let's just do this and get this out of the way quickly. Um, Michael Myers from Halloween versus Jigsaw from Saw. Who wins w- this version of the WCHL Fight Club?
1: Oh, Mike Myers is going to kick Jigsaw's butt all over the place. There
0: we go. See, I thought Jigsaw would have lost to, to, to Jason, but whatever. Nah. Um, okay, and then the other semifinal is Chucky versus Hannibal Lecter.
1: Chucky has no clue what he's in for with Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Just get in the cage. I mean, you're going to end up with your face eating off. I mean, everything. I mean, it's...
0: Looking like an angel in the shadows, huh?
1: That's right. There you go.
0: All right. Now I'm going to throw you here for a loop, okay? Because this will not be be a traditional uh, final round matchup between Michael Myers and Hannibal Lecter. It's going to be a three-way match. We're going to (laughs) throw in a a wild card. Oh, God. Mike Myers of Halloween fame. Versus Hannibal Lecter of Silence of the Lambs fame, versus Pinhead from Hellraiser fame.
1: Uh, come you, on, you could,
0: Mike you Myers, could. Hannibal Lecter, and Pinhead. You know who Pinhead is, don't you? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah. I'm not. T- you, you, I'm,
0: I'm not talking about the guys that you work with. I'm talking about like. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about the the monster, the villain from the Hellraiser movies.
1: I'm I'm telling you, you could throw whoever you want to out there. Mike Myers is going to win it all. So.
0: Michael Myers is Andrew's winner of the WCHL Fight Club W Halloween Edition. I
1: right. mean, right. the guy's been shot. The guy's been stabbed. He's been locked in the mental institute. You just can't get rid of him. I mean, it doesn't matter what they do. He's not going. He's not going anywhere. So he's going to win.
0: All right. Who 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 gets thrown out of the top rope uh, first? Pinhead or Hannibal Lecter? I mean, is, is Pinhead just the first guy to go since he's the last one to enter the wild card?
1: Um. Or
0: does he take down Hannibal Lecter?
1: Uh, I think he takes down
0: Hannibal Lecter. Whoa, look at you. All right. So Mike Myers gets the gold, pinhead the uh, silver, Hannibal Lecter the bronze, and Andrew's WCHL Fight Club Halloween edition. Interesting, interesting. Andrew, I, I didn't ask. I, I, if you notice, I didn't ask if you watched any of the games because I know that like some of the games weren't broadcast. Yeah, the technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Um and then there were difficulties on my end uh, because I wasn't around Saturday night. I had the pleasure of going to see live MMA fighting.
1: Yes, you did.
0: Yes, it was. Uh, it, in, in my real life job, there's a lovely lady that works for me, and she was involved um, in a. She's a she's a um, an MMA fighter, uh, among other things. I mean, she's she's got a lot of hobbies, and she's pretty cool. And so she was on a fight card in a little town, a little army town, about. Oh, an hour and a half away. And so uh, we went down to support her and Andrew, let me tell you. Wow. What a, that was interesting. If you know, (laughs) ACHA hockey is where it's at as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I I like, I like the NHL. Don't get me wrong. And the AHL and all that kind of stuff, you know, minor pro it's all cool. But in NCAA, it's all good and well. Right. But I, I like the ACHA. I'm not saying. Uh, I'm not saying it's better. It's just, it's what I dig. And I think it's because yep. it's the, the true student athletes, right? The yeah, well, kids uh, yeah. that are playing for the love of the game. They're not getting yep. paid. They're not getting scholarships. They're playing because they, oh, damn it. They want to, they love the they game.
1: Want to, they want to be here. Yep.
0: That's right. They want to be there. So this is not the UFC. This was something that was called Rage in the Cage. Um, and Andrew, it was Interesting. Um, not only were there fights in the ring, there were fights in the stands, there were fights under the stands, there are fights in the parking lot. Um, we, we, we quickly became, you know, I'm, I'm, if you've seen me, I'm just a middle-aged fat guy. Um, I'm, there's not a whole lot of testosterone, um, you know, flowing in, in, uh, you know where I need to go beat the crap out of somebody, <laughs> yeah. uh, but there was a lot of that flowing at the uh, Great Plains Coliseum down in Lawton, Oklahoma last weekend. And oh, Andrew, it was an eye-opening experience.
1: I mean, you have to be tough in your own right just to go to Lawton, and then and then to go to a little dive bar to go see an MMA fight. You've really got to be tough.
0: I'm telling All you right. what. Holy moly! Now it didn't the, the the results for my for the lovely lady that worked for me. It didn't go her way. Um, but, uh, you know, she's a friggin' winner, uh, in my book, just because she had the nads to get into the ring and I couldn't, I mean, I would have wet my pants if you'd open the door and (laughs) push me through it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but the, in the Andrew, there were, it it was when you watch the UFC or when you watch some of these other things and you see, you know, it's Chris versus Andrew and it's, you know, they're close. They might be close in age, but they're definitely close in. Body weight and height and length right or, or reach none. this was not none of that. I mean it was hometown person from Lawton, meaning an army person who just likes to fight, yeah versus somebody from a gym in either Oklahoma City or Wichita Falls who has some technique, and we 're just going to let the two go at it one after another, and yep. it was letter rip. And, and at times it was sometimes it'll be in the ring and sometimes it'll be outside of the ring and sometimes it'll be in the stands. I mean, <laughs> we we watched one fight where uh, a kid from Oklahoma City fought a kid from Wichita Falls, Texas, and the kid from Oklahoma City won. But underneath the stands, the family of the, of the kid from Wichita Falls decided they were going to take on the family of the kid from Oklahoma City. And it was, you know, it was... Those folks were used to fighting outside anyways. Yeah. I mean, it seems like that was just a normal Friday night. But anyways, I, I, the only reason I bring it up is I couldn't watch the games on Saturday because I was off supporting the lovely lady that works for me. And um, uh, it was quite the experience. Well,
1: it's it's a good thing you took your wife there to protect you. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm telling you what. She, I mean, it was, it was interesting. So. uh <laughs> Anyways, quite, quite, quite the experience, quite the experience. So, uh, we did not, uh, I'll say this, Andrew, we did not find any livestock on the way down there. There was, we ran into some buffaloes. We saw a buffalo herd, but we, there was, there was no, uh, chickens,
1: yeah, as you see, you didn't find any
0: chickens. No hockey players holding chickens. Um, <laughs> no hockey players among the rocks, looking longingly at the sundown. Um, so there was no glamour shots of uh, in you know in hockey gear. So
1: that is good stuff.
0: Yeah. What else you got going on here? This is the normal time where we uh, where we wind stuff up and we talk about gritches and gripes and anything else. Uh, any books? Any movies? Any food? You got to look. Any music? You got to you got to deal with. I mean, Dune is coming I, out. Shang Chi is out. No Time to Die is coming out.
1: I, I, I tell you what, I am I am pretty much a boring individual this week for you,
0: Andrew. You're, you've been a boring individual for four weeks now. Come uh, on, I know,
1: I know. All work, no play.
0: All work, no play. <laughs>
1: all work, no play. Oh, That's what geez. happens. All right,
0: all right. Uh, fun fact. I'll let you know this, Andrew. Fun fact. Did you know that the check engine light will come on in your car if the dipstick for your oil um, gauge is not all the way uh, properly seated?
1: Well, you know, it makes sense.
0: Makes sense. Um, I did not realize that.
1: Yeah, makes I, sense. I, I mean, you don't want your oil spewing out because yeah. it will spew out of your dipstick hole there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, yes, you are, you are correct. <laughs> um, and so, uh, I was pleasantly surprised to find out that m- the bill for my repair was uh, zero because the guys that did my old change did not properly, uh, uh, seat the dipstick. So thus the check engine light came on. So oh that, that, that was kind of interesting. I did not know that. So that was kind of fun. And, um, uh, in terms of music, I got to tell you, Andrew, there's this band out there and I, I think I might've mentioned it once or twice before. um, they're a, they're a good little band. They're out of Monterey, Mexico. It's a three-piece outfit called the Warning. And Andrew those the, the the thing for the warning is they're all girls. Really and they kill it. Now there's their sisters' they're, they're the Villarreal family, right and so there's Danny and there's Powell which I think is short for Paulina. Danny is for Danielle. And then there's, uh, oh, God, I'm, I forget the third one, Anna, I think. Um, and she plays bass. These girls got their start. They were they, they were your famous YouTubers. They, they were on the Ellen DeGeneres show years ago because they were like youngsters, 10, 8 years old, playing um, Enter Sandman. You know, and, and so, you know, here it is, these, you know, three cute little girls and they're Uh, playing Metallica. Oh, and they're killing it. They're killing it. Well, they've grown up now and they're killing it. And they just put out a, uh, a wonderful little, um, EP called, uh, Mayday. And it's, uh, it's, it's, it's six songs and it's pretty interesting. And, um, it's, uh, it's just kind of wild. They, they can play, I'm telling you what the, 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 and they sing. The 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 sister Danny, who plays a guitar, can sing, and she can. I mean, she can scream. The uh, drummer Paulina Powell, she can sing. Um, you know what? I'm going to see if I can't do this really quick. Let me see if I can't uh, hit something here. And holy smokes! Uh oh. Yeah, bear with me, Andrew. <laughs> No, this this isn't Kumbaya, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> this is a song called "Choke." Oh, come on! Why did I pick this one? It's...
1: <laughs>
0: here we go. Yeah. There you go. I'm telling you what, Andrew. Yes. Anyways, Andrew, they've. They, can, this they is, can play, huh? This is the warning. They're all over YouTube. Check them out. They can definitely play, and um, it's. I uh, if you and you if you look at them, I mean, heck, they're all grown up. They're in their twenties now, or late teens, or whatever they are. They're killing it, and besides being you know easy on the eyes, they just kill it. They rock out, and they're they've they've got uh, a couple of older albums, are uh, uh, Queen of the Murder Scene and uh, Narcissista, and Twenty uh, First Century Blood. And it's, I'm telling you what, they've uh, Mayday is their EP that they just recently put out, six songs, and um, all of them are just killer. So uh, I think it's worth checking out. I I enjoy it, and uh, so that's one of the things that I've been listening to. So, yeah, that's
1: good stuff that's yeah. good stuff I'm gonna, I'm
0: gonna go check them out yeah not bad if you've got apple music check them out and uh they were on tour they're supposed to tour during the pandemic i had tickets to go see them down in uh down in um uh dallas but uh obviously the pandemic took care of that but uh yep. they'll, they'll they'll be coming around here pretty soon to uh tour the states and um it's uh anyways it's a nice little story especially if you go back and look at some of those older videos when they're literally little kids playing you know here's some death metal and it's these cute little girls (laughs) playing it so anyways Andrew uh, tell me tell me this do you recognize this (laughs) yeah yep here we go <laughs> He's playing that guitar player is playing one string Andrew it's just one string dun 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 one string James Bond I I'm I'm interested to go see that new movie that just came out No Time to Die I grew up with Roger Moore as my James Bond and I always thought Remington Steele Pierce Brosnan would be the best James Bond but he wasn't I like Daniel Craig and I'm pretty sorry to see him go as James Bond.
1: Yeah, see I was, I was never a James Bond guy.
0: Come on.
1: I never got into it. No.
0: You never got into like Moonraker and this in the and the the great villains like Jaws and the and the wonderful names like uh well I don't want to you know with some of the names that are on here.
1: No, but I can I can quote Austin Powers to you. If you want to. <laughs>
0: Well, here we here we go. I'm talking Sean Connery and Roger Moore, right, and Daniel Craig, and you're talking Austin Powers. I think that just simple I, that that just symbolizes that that is the WCHL podcast right there in a nutshell.
1: Right there, you go. I'm talking James Bond,
0: and you're talking Roger Moore. I mean, Austin Powers. Holy crap, Ola bars, Andrew. How can you oh. how, how can you not fall in love? with with girls from the James Bond movies and their names.
1: Well how can you not how can you not think Austin Powers is better than James Bond?
0: Oh well Austin Powers is good for what it is, but I mean come on.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean Andrew, from Goldfinger, the girls her the 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 love interest, her name was Pussy Galore. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean you have Kissy Suzuki from You Only Live Twice. You you have, um, oh, God, what's the, uh, I'm trying to think of what the lady's name is from from Moonraker. It's, um, oh, uh, Plenty O'Toole. She was in (laughs) Diamonds of Forever. Um, Solitaire. Oh, Solitaire from Live and Let Die. Man, Jane Seymour. Oh, she was just killer. Um, Who was, what's the lady's name? Oh, God, I'm... uh, Holly Goodhead, that was her name from Moonraker. Well, I'm telling you what
1: Aust- Austin Powers has Felicity Shadwell, so I mean <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, come on, I mean, I mean you know it's i mean, yeah, I, I get it, but the Austin Powers is just making fun of <laughs> making fun of all the James yeah. Bond things. Yeah, see, and that's right up my alley. Oh boy. All right. Right uh, up right up my alley, right there. I'm looking forward to uh I'm looking forward to seeing uh the, the new James Bond movie it just came out. It's the end of Daniel Craig's run as uh as James Bond and yeah I guess I, mean, I, I hey I do enjoy some Austin Powers, don't get me wrong.
1: Oh, there's no doubt.
0: But you know the Strawberry Fields. Uh, you know you can't i mean james bond is everything is just so tongue-in-cheek and it's just so great so yeah. killer um I, the other movie that i'm looking forward to to seeing this weekend andrew and i'm probably going to do it when it's not acha hockey time um i don't know how big i you're not really into science fiction are you yeah, not really so if i say star wars and star trek and ask you which one mr spock was on you probably couldn't tell me
1: uh Mr. Spock was Star Wars.
0: See? Um but Frank Herbert wrote a, gr- a great book many many years ago in the 60s um called Dune. And um uh, they they've got a, it there was a, a great movie it was it was cheesy as all get out. David Lynch uh, directed the movie back in 1984. Um and it had the 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 claim to fame at that time was it had Sting in it. Sting is the big villain. For, he was hot as the lead singer for the Police. And this was before Synchronicity just went nutty. Um, but he took time out to star in this movie. And anyways, Dune was uh, it was a flop. <laughs> it was a flop in the theaters, but it was great when it showed up on regular TV because it was so campy. Well, there's a new version of Dune that's coming out this weekend. And um, it should be pretty good. It has that... Uh, you know, has a kid that could probably play for Colorado State because he's dreamy to look at. Timothy Chalamet, he's taken a lot of glamour shots in front of rocks. <laughs> uh, I don't know if he's held a chicken, but um, and then uh, Zendaya's is in it, and Jason Momoa and uh, the Dave Bautista, and it uh, should be should be a pretty good little show. It's on HBO Max. I'm not getting paid for this. I should, but it's on HBO Max or yeah. in theaters. And I think I'm going to try to go see it in a theater so I could see all of the vastness of the landscapes and the sandscapes and whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I had a cousin and an uncle that were into Star Wars and Star Trek and all of that stuff growing up. And I'd I'd get stuck at their house and they'd have that stuff on. And I'd be like, I want to have absolutely zero part of this. No. Really?
0: Yeah. So, have- so nothing about sand warms, nothing about... Uh, Water in uh, yeah. shifting sands and anything like that.
1: No, I could. I know more. Uh, I know more of the uh, Star Wars characters than I do Star Trek, but still, uh, I just never got into it. Never wanted to have a part of it.
0: All right. Well, I guess I just showed off my inner dork. So there you go. <laughs> James Bond and Dune. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing them. So, uh, anyways, uh, what what else is there, Andrew? To uh, to to. Uh, I, hey, I have a question for you. Oh, boy. I understand, this is just me talking, I understand that you you made the uh, arrangements. You didn't go on the trip, but you made the arrangements for the Oklahoma hockey team up in uh, Colorado to uh, at Fort Collins. <laughs> hey,
1: yes, I did.
0: Yeah, and I understand that they hit a place called the Chiba Hut.
1: <laughs> yes, they did.
0: Tell me about it.
1: Well, you know, the Chiba Hut is uh, it's a little pricey for – sandwiches i mean i'm not gonna lie the uh it's about twofold what you'd pay at jimmy john's
0: i'm just i'm just just saying uh coming at it from a true um for for a from a true general manager's point of view um it's my understanding that chiba hut is up there in uh, fort collins and it's uh nothing but toasted subs and it's uh really good and it's toasted is the uh uh, yeah they, it's it's in quotes because yeah. it's it has it kind of has a a marijuana theme to it right
1: well i mean if you look at their if you look at the sign on the door i mean the palm trees are not like any palm trees i've ever seen so
0: <laughs> i've been by the chiba hut many times in fort collins never set foot in it i know it's open late and i know that their motto is if you're high we'll fly in meaning they'll deliver <laughs> yeah so, uh, I, I just thought that was kind of interesting that, uh, yeah, the Oklahoma yeah. hockey team that you set them up at the Chiba hut.
1: Yeah. I, I did not set them up at the Chiba hut. What a, <laughs> what a
0: cool general manager you must be.
1: Oh yeah. Just, just a great guy here. <laughs> a, a, man, a man of the people.
0: You know, right I would go, I would have sent my boys to Jimmy John's. I would have sent them to the silver Mine subs. I would have sent them to Cosmo's pizza. I would have sent them to crazy Carl's. Yeah, that is. I even would have sent them to DP Dough or uh, the, the 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 Philly Cheesesteak Place. Um, I don't think I would have sent them to the Chiba Hut, but um, yeah, you yeah. know
1: that's the. That's the old man approach here. That's, we we got to keep it young for the kids now. So,
0: Well, hey, just uh, just an FYI, I understand. I believe there's a Chiba Hut down in Tucson as well. So when you send your team oh, to Arizona in future years, you have a... Send, you,
1: them, s- send them to the Chiba Hut.
0: So, yeah, I think you can send the boys to the Chiba Hut down in uh, Tucson Uh-oh. as well. Oh, uh, geez. All righty, Andrew. I think as we, you
1: can tell, I was not on that trip.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Uh, That's why I bring it up, because I just want to poke you in the eye, the Chiba bunch, Hut.
1: Bunch of ding-dongs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I uh, just love it. Hey, we want to thank everybody for putting up with us on this edition of the WCHL Podcast. I want to thank Andrew for bringing uh, all of his analytics and his uh, just – you know, especially here at the back end of the podcast, where we like to have a lot of fun and poke fun at stuff. And Andrew, boy, your contributions were just out of this world this week. You were just well, on you know, top I'm, of it, you know. Yeah,
1: uh, like every week, right? I'm just firing on all cylinders. <laughs> firing on all cylinders. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Really, really, just bringing the uh, bringing the heat here to the to the podcast. So you
0: can, you can follow the podcast online at uh, on Twitter at wchl pod. You can follow the Western Collegiate League on Twitter at Western um the website uh you know i got to talk to the folks out in utah the, the i think they're they must their computer must have gotten lost at the uh golden arches national park or something like that because we're supposed <laughs> to have a, a an updated website and we're a couple of weeks into the season it hasn't happened yet so maybe they're just have maybe their battery hasn't recharged maybe they're yep. looking for killers and stuff out there so who knows um, but uh, the the website is uh, westernchl.com but don't go there go to twitter it's westernchl um, andrew is on twitter at Stickford AM. That's stickfordam that's s t i c k f o r d a m i'm on twitter at cjp and okla those are those are our personal accounts andrew likes to post burp and fart stuff um yeah. I like to post uh, Boston Red Sox and uh, political junk, but uh, you can, uh, you know know what? I'll also retweet the occasional uh, good little fun video. So, uh, you know, heartwarming type stuff. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't don't, don't do much on uh, Twitter.
0: Yeah, that's Uh, all right. That's all right. uh, You're busy. I'm busy. You're you're, you're a general manager. You're a man of the people. You're trying to line up places for your team to go eat late at night that's right trying to find a little bit of local flavor you know you want palm trees that are disguised as marijuana leaves you know that's right you're 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 looking out for your boys i get it
1: yeah hey i'm a man of the people what can i say
0: pushing the envelope andrew major kerth
1: yeah reinventing the bill here
0: (laughs) (laughs) but we appreciate you guys listening if you uh you can follow you can hit us if you're listening to us you found us so hey congratulations like us on wherever whatever it is that you uh, found us. Uh, leave a rating for us. Give us a thumbs up or five stars or whatever the positive rating is. If you don't like us, give us the finger or one star or whatever. It
1: won't, it won't offend
0: us. It won't, it won't offend us because we may not see it. Um, we appreciate all 14 <laughs> listeners that we've had. And uh, we appreciate everybody taking the time out of their day to listen to this. And most importantly, we appreciate your support and uh, your continued support of ACHA hockey and of WCHL hockey and for the student athletes that play this game that we like to give a hard time to. Yep. So, uh, we appreciate that very, very much. The boys need it. The boys deserve it. And, um, we this is just a lame effort to try to bring some notoriety to to some of those guys because they're busting their humps being students and being athletes and they deserve uh, a heck of a lot more recognition than this craptastic podcast but unfortunately it's all we got so
1: that's all we got but give them a little bit right
0: there we go Andrew anything else uh, we got to say before we get out of here
1: I think that is all I got for you tonight.
0: I'm looking forward to some great, some uh, some great hockey this weekend. Looking forward to talking about it next week, Andrew. I'm hitting the button. Let's all get right, out of here.
1: Hey, hey, everybody! Have a great week. Stay safe out there. Enjoy watching some fantastic hockey. We'll catch you on the flip side.